0: This podcast is brought to you by ACN, your source for the latest news in gaming, movies, and entertainment. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle.
0: And this is your host, Peter. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dead silence. Um, yeah. Dead air, dead air. I totally don't miss that from
0: Chapman. <laughs> oh, you mean... Remember? Oh, so when we...
1: When we were doing we do yeah. Chapman, if we like had any sort of awkward pauses like that, at least for the first couple times when we were being quote-unquote trained... They would yell at us yeah. be, and be like dead Air <laughs> and we would just panic like old fish <laughs> without water.
0: Yeah, for you <laughs> listeners who don't know what we're talking about, um prior to Which this podcast, um we had another show with two other people, also called Funk Radio. Um it was a college radio show, it was pretty cool. Yeah. We, um
1: being being previously roommates, did this college radio station thing at our college Chapman over in uh, Orange County. <laughs> california um and yeah we did it for what two years
0: yeah that was really uh,
1: fun we got better but we were definitely pretty shaky at the (laughs) beginning and they would train us for the first for our first couple of sessions uh just to make sure we didn't like f anything up and knew what to do and anytime there would be awkward pauses where we didn't say anything or weren't playing a song the person training us would yell and be like Dead air, which basically means there's nothing going over the airwaves, which confuses people
0: apparently. Um, the internet waves, because yeah, yeah, it wasn't actually radio.
1: Yeah, it was like a it was which like a live internet me. stream, which I yeah. suppose is better because most college radio stations reach about fifty feet.
0: <laughs> and we Plus, reach. I mean, which, who, what college students nowadays carry radios around
1: in their car? I picked up I guess. a. I told you, I picked up UCI's radio
0: station in my car on, on the way to work. That's on actually. a completely different level, though. There are, like, a legit radio station. Yeah, true that. Whereas Chapman's was just more like, hey, go to yeah, go to our that. website and listen.
1: But, uh, yeah, it just, it just reminded me of that. It was pretty funny. Anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> we like act- digress on funk radio. Yeah, it should just be called Digress Radio. Um, what I actually wanted to talk about today, aside from that, is... Sort of something I stumbled upon in just surfing Reddit and, like, finding a couple of cool songs that people had posted on this subreddit called Listen To This. Or something like that, I remember. Um, has a lot of good music on there, check it out. For you non-Reddit people. Um, and this band I stumbled across are uh, called, I won't get into, we'll get into the thing, but I'm just going to mention them now, called St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and in looking at the comments on that particular song, it basically had me stumbling upon this sort of subgenre of indie music called indie soul, which to put it succinctly is basically just hipster white guys making soul-sounding music either because they can sing well and sound like soul dudes or they have that kind of snazzy you know brass instrument backed band kind of thing similar to yeah. similar to the daptone sound but more yeah. with white people um, <laughs> um you know if you and, want we can just
0: you can just talk about these guys first uh, yeah why since not we're kind of segueing into it yeah well, um let's just to say, say that everything out Go of
1: ahead. order because i messed up um that's no, fine but yeah um, what but we're you gonna say peter i'm sorry
0: Oh, because when you, when you linked this to me a couple of days ago, you said uh sounds like just like Otis Redding. When I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, he really does. Yeah, it's and insane. And then, you know, in the music video, then it shows the singer. And it's like, oh, it's like this, this white guy with glasses.
1: It's yeah, this totally, like, would... unassuming white dude.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that you, Um to- It's one of those things where you don't, like, if you were to hear this and not see the guy, you mm-hmm. would have a completely different conception of him. And then when you look at him, you're just like, what? Um... <laughs> And He's yeah, yeah. Back. Well, we, we could talk about them first, but basically, in doing that, it's, I, it allowed me to research more of this subgenre, and I stumbled upon a bunch of really cool "quote unquote" indie soul bands, and we thought it'd be yeah. fun to talk about them. So we're going to do that today.
0: Yeah, um, and you're going to listen about it. Y-
1: you will listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, regarding this band, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones, um. They are actually a seven-piece soul band out of Birmingham, Alabama, composed of Paul Janaway vocals, who is the unassuming white guy, um, that has an amazing voice, Browen uh, Luller, who plays guitar, Jesse Phillips on bass, Andrew Lee on drums, Al Gamble on keys, and Ben Greiner on trombone. Um, it's funny, um, Al Gamble actually is, I would just probably say, the veteran person in the band, because he had his own band prior, called um, Gamble Brothers Band. And they kind of had that similar sort of Alabama soul sort of sound. Um, but, he, yeah, he's he's an older dude. He was born in 69, which is for us is old, because
0: we're <laughs> um, Does, does but, he have any relation to... Um, gambling a Huff, yeah. I don't know.
1: It doesn't seem like it. It would have totally mentioned that under
0: early life. I guess so. Uh,
1: yeah. well
0: anyway, when you were when um, when you and I were talking a little bit before um, before the show today, Kyle, you were saying that you almost uh, threw Alabama shakes into this list as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. After researching that these guys were from Alabama, I wanted to. Part of me wanted to talk about the Alabama Shakes as well. They're very famous. Um, in fact, I think they won an, uh, a Grammy last year. I might be wrong.
0: Really?
1: But that sounds really familiar. Um, Your memory is shaky. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Alabama Shakes. I kind of have. They're they're a good mixture of this sort of indie soul, but they also got a little bit of blues influence as well. But yeah. they have a. Um, female lead singer, and they also sound absolutely amazing. Um, Hmm. And they... And they um, have, I believe they have one album out right now, uh, and it is called Boys and Girls, released uh, 2012, so hopefully, Hmm. I would hope they're working on something else right now. But uh, they're from Athens, Alabama, so not Birmingham, but same, Hmm. same state, still counts. That's true. It's still relevant, um. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I have heartedly wanted to mention them as well. So you guys should definitely check out the Alabama Shakes as well because they has uh, they has good music, especially their song "Hold On," which you guys should check out as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to St. Paul and the Broken Bones, who are also from Alabama. So we're attempting some relevancy there. Um, their first. <laughs> full-length album is called Half the City, and it was actually recorded at Nuthouse Recording Studios in Sheffield, as well as Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with studio names, uh, Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals is basically considered the birthplace of that sort of Muscle Shoals sound, which was very distinct from, say, Motown or Philadelphia. Back mm-hmm. in the late '60s and early
0: '70s, like a um, southern brand of soul.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, and they're actually famous for uh, recording albums for such artists as Aretha Franklin, Clarence Carter, Wilson Pickett, and Joe Tex, and Etta James, I believe too. There's a really good um, documentary on Netflix about Muscle Shoals. I think honestly, I think it's just called Muscle Shoals. Um, that I watched yeah, I a while right. back. That you guys should definitely check out if you dig this stuff. It should still be on Netflix, and it's really good. It talks about it talks about this this uh, this studio and how it started and the ups and downs of the owner and the music and all that stuff. And it's kind of bittersweet because eventually, like a lot of studios, it closed its doors, especially with the you know influx of digital digital music.
0: Yeah. Um, well, um, before we move on, I just want to say I just looked it up. Yeah, it is called yeah. called Muscle Shoals. And it's still on Netflix, so yeah. if you have that, go watch it. Oh, I can dig it. And you should dig if it, don't too. Don't watch it yet. Listen to this first.
1: <laughs> They're just like, no, screw this, I'm watching a movie. My <laughs> eyes need visual stimulation. Yeah. Because sadly, we cannot provide you any visual stimulation. Only auditory, with our sultry voices. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with... <laughs> God. With this band's Talk al- to us on
0: Facebook if you want some visual stimulation.
1: Oh, baby. <laughs> and then that's how we end up in jail. Um, this, yeah, this band's debut album, uh, actually just released this last February and basically instantly received critical acclaim by a bunch of huge outlets such as Southern Living, Rolling Stone, NPR, basically all the hipster places. Uh, not knocking NPR, I like NPR actually. Um, and in the first week of their sales, they actually reached number 62 on the Billboard 200 and number seven on the iTunes chart, which is apparently a thing now, but sixty-two on the Billboard 200—that's dang impressive for yeah, that's what good. many would consider an indie band. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Sorry, I, I just want to point South- out: is there
0: is there a magazine called Garden and Gun? Is that a joke or is that serious?
1: I think so. Again, this is the South. <clears throat> The two yeah. are not mutually exclusive well, that, that's there. why I'm wondering, are
0: they <laughs> or are they just being funny, or are they serious?
1: I'm gonna look this up now. To oh, the I'm Googles! <laughs> I, I want, like... You know how we used to have those goofy, um... Oh gosh, what do we call them? What are those little sound bites we would play in between songs, Peter? What are they called? Sweeps. Uh,
0: yeah. you, know, you know how we
1: used to have sweeps? Every time I say to the Googles, I want that sweep, or that sound... Of the old sixties Batman cartoon where it goes <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Garden I Gun is a magazine about the sporting culture, <laughs> feud music, art, and travel in the southern United States. God
0: damn it. <laughs> yes, it's true. I, I wanna go to sporting life on the I'm on their website.
1: Oh, very nice. This is
0: all about boating it and like, hunting.
1: I just envision, like I'm a fishing. woman holding a trowel and and like a rifle.
0: <laughs> that could, that would be a good logo. Garden and a Gun okay well if you listeners live in the south and you want to subscribe to Garden Garden and Gun then go check it out
1: it 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 covers quote an adventure bound art loving skeet shooting lifestyle what the heck <laughs> just like us it's like it's like guns for hipsters
0: I think we need to get some ad space for folk radio oh my
1: god we Garden do Garden and Gun yes please pay us money people um, we're so poor, <laughs> but the particular song we ac- we wanted to feature um, for Saint Paul and the Broken Bones was their song "Call Me," not to be confused with Al Green's version, although it definitely has a little bit of, a, of his influence. But this guy, as Peter said earlier, definitely is channeling the ghost of Otis Redding. I don't know <laughs> if he went and like licked the ground and the airplane crash and where. <laughs> Otis Otis running Otis running sadly perished, but he somehow oh is channeling his ghost.
0: <laughs> didn't Didn't the plane crash like in a swamp or something? It crashed in a lake, I think, in Michigan. Or a lake. Yeah, he went and swam so, in the lake. I'm going like to the hell. ground of the lake. Uh, See, I wasn't sure like this. if this was actually a cover.
1: No, I, exactly. At first, I thought it was too, but I listened to it, and and it's it's uh it's an original. Mm, okay. But um, Welcome. it's cool because if you guys watch the video that we're gonna, you know, link with all this junk, it uh shows like a live their live performance, so you get to see the awesome, you get to see the awesome guys singing, so you can understand our uh, misperceptions, so to speak. But, That's um, true. Yeah. So that was uh that is Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. Uh, what artist do we have up next, Peter?
0: Well, I know how much we love to do transitions lately on this show. Yes. Slight tie-in. You were talking about Alabama Shakes and how they have a female lead singer. Yes. Um, Lake Street Dive is another band on our list, and they also have a female lead singer. At least from the song that I saw by them, mm-hmm. it was a female lead singer. so: that's Wait, is it Lake Street?
1: Hold on. I might have typed that wrong because I'm an idiot. I think it's Lake Street Drive.
0: Oh. No, you, you originally wrote Lake street drive, but it actually is Lake street dive. Oh,
1: so I'm um, still an idiot.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm well, sorry,
1: I assumed it was drive because it sounded like street drive. I don't know. I'm an idiot.
0: Well, um, actually, they did name this band after a street with, that has many dive bars in Minneapolis, uh, which is the hometown of the trumpetist slash guitarist um, Mike McDuck Olson from this band. Donald um, Duck Dunn? Yeah, um, but then once I read that, I understood, okay, they, it actually wouldn't be called Lake Street Drive, because you wouldn't have a street and drive. Yeah, that's, describing it, it clicked
1: in my head about 15 <laughs> seconds
0: too late, and <laughs> as we
1: know, my mouth moves faster than my brain.
0: I think um, that works for both of us. Touche. That works well for our podcast, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just not for our social lives.
0: <laughs> or for factual... <laughs> Everyone is dead. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that should be a name um, for one of
1: our episodes.
0: That could be a name for probably about half of our episodes. We, <laughs> pretty much half the time we say someone's dead and then we look it up and they're not. Pretty much. But, <laughs> um, So Lake Street Dive, not to be misnamed as Lake Street Drive. Um, they're an indie jazz and soul band who were founded in 2004 in Boston, Massachusetts. And they're currently based in Brooklyn, New York neither of which place is in Minneapolis in terms of their musical style. Um, they're definitely really heavily, um, on the jazz side of things. I know like, uh, cause they all met at a, uh, at a, at a music school. I don't recall which one, but, um, I know they all had a lot of classical background and, uh, but they all also had jazz as well. So that kind of brought them together. Um, but they bring in a lot of other genres too. Um, the drummer Mike Calabrese said, quote, we want it to sound like the Beatles and Motown had a party together. And that's a pretty good way to describe, I guess, what they're trying to do. Because uh, I know they have a lot of influence, not only in jazz, but also just in a lot of like pop 60s music as well. And um, I know they really love the Beatles as well. So it's kind of a mix of all those things together. Um, yeah, I can see that. It's pretty good. Uh, so the song that we're gonna link um for you guys to listen to later on is uh, a cover of the jackson five song i want you back you know it's funny because i think i think they did a really good job with this song uh and it definitely sounds really different uh from the original it's very uh you know very jazzy and they even the the uh the, the music video that we're gonna link for you guys is actually they they went on to uh just a random sidewalk in Boston. And just performed the song, and that—that's, you know, where they did the uh, the music video. Um, and like I said, it's a female uh, lead singer, and she actually has a. I mean, I guess comparing it to Baby Michael Jackson, doing the original <laughs> version of the song, she comparatively now, now I'm has imagining... a lower voice than, she, than now, he did. What?
1: I'm sorry, I'm just now imagining Michael Jackson in a pod dancing to his own song.
0: Exactly. But comparatively, I guess he he had a pretty high voice as a kid, which makes a lot of sense. But comparatively, she yeah. has a lower voice than that, I guess. Um, Cause she's an adult. That's true. Uh, I I really struggle with whether I love this version of the song. Um, I know I've always heard the original one by the Jackson Five, and it's a lot more. It, it's higher tempo and you know it's a little bit more upbeat, whereas this one's a little bit more slower and jazzy. So. But uh, but I do appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate their style uh, for what it is. I think they do a pretty good job.
1: I can take it. Speaking of, hold on. I almost don't had this. Don't force it. I'm forcing it. <laughs> just just let it happen naturally. <laughs> okay, I got it. No, I don't. Okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> so I guess the next artist we wanted to talk about was um. This artist, Labyrinth, which I didn't realize until researching him that we actually talked about him before um, (laughs) in a previous episode where we were talking about songs that appeared in commercials or something. So I'll get to that in a sec. But Labyrinth, um, whose actual name is Timothy McKenzie, uh, is an English singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist and record producer. He was uh, originally tipped to work as a producer. However, Simon Cowell... The, the dude from The Thing, um, signed him to his record label, Psycho Music, as a solo act. Um, and he's actually now currently working on his second studio album, and he is working with the uh, this other famous British dude, Ed Shireen, um, who he himself just released an album. I don't remember the name of it, unfortunately, but it's famous right now because he has this famous song. That escapes my mind because I don't like top forty music for the most part.
0: Um, we like bottom forty.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I like bottom of the barrel shit no one else listens to because it's so weird and bad. Um, I like listening to like techno <laughs> polka.
0: No, I'm kidding. Um, that actually sounds really cool.
1: <laughs> that actually does sound really cool, Peter. I think you need to make that a genre. You can like.
0: I'm gonna look it up while you talk.
1: You can like have like you know the, the, the polka suspenders. You can like make like a dead mouse version where it's all LEDs and stuff on suspenders. <laughs> and you basically just yeah. are wearing like LED overalls. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> So um yeah, Labyrinth, um he does things. <laughs> um but this it's funny because the second this second studio album that he uh is currently working on with Ed Shereen, he actually just released I guess a what you would call a single from it uh this last what Friday? When was the nineteenth? Wednesday?
0: Uh yeah. Um No, nineteenth was Tuesday.
1: Whatever. Um this last he released this last Tuesday this song called Let It Be, not to be confused with the Beatles.
0: There's a tie in. We're and, just talking about the Beatles with the other band. There you go.
1: Damn it! And I happened, missed my chance.
0: Happened. I'm sad now.
1: And it sounds pretty cool. It's 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 different than because I believe the last song that we talked about when we talked about him was he he did a cover of Express Yourself by Charles Wright.
0: That's true. Um,
1: but this song, song sounds very different from that, but not in a bad way. Um, it's a little bit more electronicy, which is probably where his little producing talent is coming in. Hmm. Um. But it sounds really cool, and it just got released a couple of days ago, so you guys will be able to discover new music along with us. Yay.
0: Here.
1: Yay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, check out Let It Be. It's in the playlist. It's good shit. Um, you, know, you,
0: you mentioned that he was in that commercial. I guess for, that must have been two, two, it was two for, years ago then.
1: It was for Windows 8 or something, back when Windows 8 was first rolling out.
0: Yeah. It's about
1: how somehow was, Windows 8 was, could let you express yourself.
0: That was fall of 2012. Yeah. I remember, because I think it was just coming out right when we were starting this show. Yeah, that's right. So, wow. Oh, that means... We're old. Oh, wow. You know what? I just we, thought of something. I want to say our first episode came out in September 6th or something. 9th, maybe. Early September. So, we're almost at our two-year mark. That's really... Oh, holy crap. Kind of scary. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I believe the TV sh- uh, commercial... Episode, I believe that was our second episode, so that's going way back. To the way back, just so you know.
1: Yeah, that was really <laughs> our
0: second episode. Wow, I, I think so. What? Well, this is ninety-three. That was number two. So we've come a pretty long way. That's like that's like almost an episode a week.
1: Even though it probably doesn't actually break down to that.
0: Um, I think roughly it's like fifty a year. So we do yeah. almost one a week because yeah. I know at the, at the very beginning of the show we were doing one every like four day, three or four days. Well, that was because we had ample free time because <laughs> we were both unemployed and yeah stuff but, yeah, and then now, at best we do one a week, but yeah um
1: hey I wanna, yeah. I'm, I'm trying I'm working on it, I'm making time
0: yeah we're, no were're we are we are doing better now
1: making time for the funk um, <laughs> but yeah, so what do we got up next Mr Prater? Quick, do a tie-in. Stretch your mind and your uh, ass will follow.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm not even going to... I really hate having a visual mind when you say stuff (laughs) like that, cop. I really do. (laughs) God. Never again. Alright, so I'm going to talk about Alan Stone. Um... He made a song called Unaware. I am unaware of him until now. Same with me. And I also wish I was unaware of certain things <laughs> what I just you. said. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's a soul musician from Chuela, Washington, which is... I never heard of it, but I guess it's a small town uh, about 45 minutes north of Spokane with a population of approximately 2,600 people. Um, I'm not looking at a map, but I know that general area is I believe on the the east side of Washington near uh Idaho and Montana. Ah. Pretty sure. I don't know if that really matters, but you can visit there now. I guess that's pretty far. <laughs> no it's not.
1: Just travel through the mountains, hike through them. Okay. Like a mountain
0: man. Um so, <laughs> Alan Stone, uh, on his website, it says that people describe him as a soul R and B singer. Um. yet funny enough he kind of sees himself as a quote hippie with soul and uh, I guess that works out <laughs> whatever he wants to describe himself as Um. he's definitely influenced by a lot of the uh, the early funk and soul stuff um, like many of these other ones uh, his influences include Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, uh, The Meters Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, Jamie Liddell, and James Morrison uh, among some others and um he did have two he has had two um album releases since 2010 uh his second album which he just called Alan Stone, uh came out in 2011 and actually that's kind of when his career started to get more popular uh and he's gotten more fame since then i know uh he did a performance on Conan uh i believe that same year and then he was also on a um Macmore Mackle- song as well Oh, very nice. Uh, So, I mean, he's since that second album came out, he really started. It's really accelerated. So, and so, so this song, uh, "Unaware," yeah, it's kind of more more of a slower, soulful type song. It's it's good. I I like his style. It's really cool, and it's kind of funny too because the the music video says "live from his mother's living room," which is not something you you usually see. um, Because usually, you know, with the band, it's live from you know some huge venue whatever, but uh, I thought that, found that kind of humorous.
1: So yeah, Alan Stone's Unaware, again, going into our little YouTube playlist. Check it out. Um, if you're
0: unaware of what he sounds like, you should listen to his song. Yes.
1: Um, next artist we have up, uh, at the top of the list, shut up, Peter, um, I can feel you're judging me. Um, I was trying to figure out
0: what you were doing.
1: Just don't even try. All right. um, the next artist we have is Francis and the Lights. Um, not a, not too much really about them because they're a budding group, I should say. But they're a band from New York City led by uh, Francis Farewell Starlight, which is the coolest freaking name ever. And I guess he's said that the, t- his, the term and the lights refers to both the lights on stage and pixels on a computer screen. Because okay. he does a lot of like electronic combination mm. with his stuff. Okay. Um But they're gaining fame and back in 2010 they actually toured with Drake, MGMT, Kesha Woo, and Laroe I like LaRoe.
0: Um Well it looks and... like they're slowly heading toward the top, which is the name of this song.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Um <laughs> and yeah, if you guys check out this song of his of theirs um i the best way i could describe this guy as far as like his performance in this video it's he dances like michael jackson but he <laughs> sounds like the lead singer of the talking heads if that makes any sense really? whatsoever. and cuz yeah he's got that very like early 80s proto punk combined with r&b sound it's really bizarre but it's really good that's a good um, way to put it yeah
0: okay,
1: yeah great. he's basically like he's been doing music and I assume they're working on, I think they have an EP out right now uh, that's called yeah, they have an EP out right now called Like a Dream which I would assume is a taste of their upcoming album that I would presume they're working on, but you guys uh, can actually check out a lot of their stuff on SoundCloud if any of you Mm. go on there Pitchfork actually did a decent review on their EP basically, describing them in a similar vein to what I was saying, but definitely very electronically influenced, but with like this sort of like ethereal space funk combined in there, which I'm always down with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more things from them because they're kind of just butting onto the scene right now. Um, but That's you cool. guys should definitely keep up with them because he dances like Michael Jackson and he's white.
0: You know, I have to say, um, SoundCloud really is useful, uh, especially for groups like this that either don't have their first album out yet or only have, like, one. I've noticed that, uh, especially the really indie stuff, that you can find most of their stuff on SoundCloud. And uh, personally, I've I've discovered a lot of music through SoundCloud, so I think it's a good, good way to put out your stuff, especially when you're just getting started. I can dig it. Um, is that all you wanted to say about uh, yeah, not really Francis much and else. the Lights? Not really too cool. much else, just
1: check out their EP. Hopefully they'll come up with an album soon, because they sound really cool.
0: Mm. And that's about it. Cool. I also want to say that I can never see the name Francis now without thinking of House of Cards. <laughs> no. well, ha, I can't me. Don't hate me, but I
1: never finished Season 2.
0: Really? Yeah. Did you just get sick of it?
1: No, I think it's because the ending got spoiled for me, and as I slowly approached it, I kind of saw all the pieces falling in place, so I'm just like, damn it. for <laughs> someone who probably didn't know, it was like, cool. But since I knew, I was just like, damn it, I see this coming from a mile away now.
0: Yeah, so, well, let's not well, spoil it for the listeners. Yeah,
1: no, 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 of course not. So I'll pick back
0: up in season three, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> Spo- spoiler kevin spacey becomes a monkey
0: and it was earth all along
1: <laughs> you, you blew you blew it
0: up <laughs> I don't know, um so we have one more. is this the last one already oh, this is uh cool. yes okay well we have one more we want to talk about today on our little list today of Findy Soul or whatever this is called it's called mike clark and the sugar sounds and their song, and called I Can't Shake It. Um, Mike Clark and the Sugar Sounds first gained uh, notoriety from, they call it a, a series of dance party live performances uh, throughout 2011 and 2012. Um, they deliver a style that really, it, it's an interesting mix. It mixes, mixes rock and roll with garage soul, Colorado blues, folk, and rock. So definitely I say compared to some of these other ones, it's more, kind of more on the rock edgy sound of it versus like jazz, for example. Or straight up soul, um, but uh, th- their most popular songs reference uh, kind of the the more popular singers of soul and rock and roll, uh, from Otis Redding to Roy Orbison to Creedence Clearwater Revival. But Mike Clark says, "quote It actually it it definitely doesn't sound like any of that. It sounds like something completely new, but it'll remind you of all the best old songs. It's all about girls, sadness, and heartbreak, but it gets people to dance." Unquote. So it, it it's it's an interesting style because it makes you think a lot of of these old like soul and rock and roll type groups but it's also really well suited for dance as well and you can like i was saying at the beginning like they gained a lot of popularity from live performances at dance parties so obviously this interesting kind of unique mix really works well for them
1: yeah they definitely um have that sort of cross between almost rockabilly mm-hmm. and like like Peter was saying, rockabilly and soul. Um, but like I don't know, I get like a taste of Elvis in there almost. It's really weird. <laughs> Maybe because of the shake it part. Right. Um
0: it is very I, upbeat. I don't too. I don't want a taste of
1: Elvis in my mouth. It's probably tasting like fried bananas and peanut butter.
0: I bet you ten dollars somewhere in the south there is some small shack of a restaurant called Taste of Elvis.
1: <laughs> I dare you to yelp that. <laughs> um <laughs> But, um, yeah, they're definitely more on the rock side of all the artists we were talking about, but they definitely have that soulful influence that a lot of, you know, early rock and rockabilly kind of had as well.
0: That's um, a good point, yeah.
1: But they're, yeah, they're really awesome. And I've discovered that any band that is, like, some like someone's first name, last name, and the blanks probably means they're awesome. <laughs> I don't know why, because that usually means it's it, it, hmm. it pre-, pre- prescribes it to a certain genre that I would probably dig.
0: Now, uh, what about just first name and the blanks? Does that follow yeah, the same Yeah, so I look- I would
1: say that I would say that could work. But it has to be like and the nouns. <laughs> well,
0: it's, it's not like gonna be ma- in the verbs. It's like a mad lib with genres. Sorry? It's not gonna be verbs. No.
1: <laughs> it has Kyle, noun. Kyle and the Shits.
0: Like, That's not a verb. I guess I guess it is. So it could be a verb or a noun. that That is the beauty of that <laughs> word.
1: It can be pretty much any any word. It could be an adjective. It could be an adverb.
0: An adjective.
1: Yeah. It's the worst band name of all time. Kyle it's and just the shits. an adjective describes a noun. It could be like this shitty microphone that I'm using. That's an adjective. <laughs> or I ran, I ran shitty adverb describing the way I ran <laughs> see it is literally the most versatile word in the English language it's beautiful
0: well I hope that does well for you and your band <laughs> uh, because every, all, the, every, all the songs are going to use it every, every review is just they're shitty <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle's like yes I'm being successful <laughs> we're at the top of the shit charts. <laughs> The, the One of the lesser-known uh, billboard charts. Yes. <laughs> the shit list. It's, ri- it's, written, on
1: a, it's written on, like, a, a string of toilet paper.
0: God. I want to try to change the subject by saying, what's next, Mr. Kyle, but I know we're out of songs to talk about. There is no so, escape. I'm, there's no escape. I'm stuck. Yeah, uh but you listeners aren't stuck from just listening to our show. You can also like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash get your funk.
1: We provide really compelling reasons too.
0: <laughs> well, if you've made it this far. True. You might as well point. like us. Good point. Um not only do we post um these episodes right when they come out, but also uh we post uh just cool songs that we like or songs that we discover throughout the week. Uh we do one every one every day, one every couple of days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also free to uh, reach out to us and give us suggestions for new episodes or just ask us about our lives. We will talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. This is really random, but remember at the beginning of the episode we were talking about um, when we used to do Chapman Radio? hmm And uh, I remember because the radio station there was in the basement of one of the dorm buildings, and it was within I. Site of the uh, one of the laundry rooms. I remember yes on the mic telling the people doing laundry to dance to our music, but then they were ignoring me. And then you guys would say it was creepy. I think it I'm was, not sure why that reminded me of that.
1: I think because the laundry room, I may be wrong, but I thought the laundry room had a door and maybe the sound didn't actually carry into that room.
0: Hmm, maybe
1: I don't know if the door was or wasn't always open. So maybe you were talking to people that couldn't actually hear you, which is probably not very different from what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. But yes, you're
0: right. Um, so, as well as liking us on Facebook, you can also find our lovely podcast at hcn.tv. Uh, they have quite a few other podcasts as well. Really interesting stuff. Check it out. Um, And also, if you just like pop culture articles and stuff in general uh you know movies video games that sort of stuff uh go to tv and uh check it out
1: yay um yeah so thanks for listening guys
0: we love you thanks for talking Kyle you're welcome well I know they're not going to say it so I have to say it yeah
1: you speak for the masses okay bye okay bye
0: if you want to hear more awesome podcasts like this one, visit hcn.tv. Thanks for listening.